Good morning, good people. Not really a good feeling, but welcome to A to Z Sports Live. I am your host, Will Skywalker Still. I still need a boom. I need this boom in the biggest way. Boom! It's here. The season is over. I didn't prepare myself, to be honest with you. I said this to Jesse yesterday. I wasn't ready. Thought the Cowboys would win. But here we are. Dallas Cowboys lose their opening playoff game to the 49ers. 23-17. Lots of questions. Lots of questions. We'll try to answer as many as we can today. This is all raw reaction. I haven't even re-watched this game yet, by the way. Probably won't do that until later today. So I want to know what you guys feel. Call in 351-999-3787. 351-999-3787. Let me know how you're feeling. I have a few questions of my, myself that I want to ask you guys. Um, so stick around for that. In the roundup, we'll listen to what Jerry Jones had to say. Well, we won't listen to. Uh, I'll reiterate what he had to say about the loss, and um, we'll get some explanations on some of the most ridiculous plays um, of the day. But, wow. Um, what a game, in a way. It shouldn't even have been that close, honestly, and it ended up being that close, strangely. Uh, but what I do want to do prior to Cowboys Nation and us having a family meeting, as we do, it's going to be a lot of family meetings today, a lot of family meetings. Let me real quick give a shout-out to the 49ers. Uh, the 49ers absolutely deserve to win that game. Even if they didn't, they kind of deserve to win that game if, if something crazy happened at the end, which something crazy did happen, but it wasn't – it was, wasn't for the Niners. It wasn't for the Cowboys. And I want to give a shout-out to their fans. I'm going to be real with you, man. I mean, I enjoyed the banter yesterday. I enjoyed the banter all week. Uh, I thought that they were they were cool. I didn't have any problems with the 49er fans. Um, and if they're here today, I, I you know I would love to to talk, talk with you guys as well. So shout-out to the 49ers. They played their game. They came and played their game and walked away with that victory. Dallas did the exact, I mean, in a way, did they do the exact opposite? Did they? I mean, they played their game. We're not going to run the ball. We're not going to run it successfully. We're going to throw it 40-something times with, listen, I said this a few weeks ago. Love the quarterback. Don't want him throwing the ball 40-something times, game in, game out. That is not his game. Can he do it occasionally? Sure. Do I want him to do it against good defenses all the time? Absolutely not. And they fell right for that trap. And that's what you get, 17 points at home when you average 30-something points at home and a loss in the playoffs. So shout-out to the 49ers, shout-out to their fans. And Cowboys Nation, we're going to have our own uh, family meeting as we get going here. I did see a few people calling in already. Yeah, so if you want to call in, just hold tight. We'll get to the roundup prior to getting to your your calls. 351-999-3787 is the line. Uh, Shout-outs real quick, though. TC said no notification. Huh. Interesting. Maybe that's why it seems a bit strange right now with, in regards to who's here. We got enough here, though, to, to get this thing going. So shout-out to those who are involved. TC915, uh, APJ. Uh, we also got over Cam Riddle. We also got Miss Charlene, James, Texas VA, G. Garcia, Rick Boehner, Valerie, John, Jonah Hill, Christopher D., DIY, Steve Lupton, Moped, Mosley? Did I get that right? Stevie McDamod, my guy, my guy B Bird, uh, 49's Culture, B, oh, that's a donation, by the way, my bad. 
Hold up, hold up. Super chat. With the super chat says 49ers culture beat Cowboys culture. Oh my God, absolutely. Barry Carey, Trey Wilmore, uh, Stage Joey, Spiffy AC, Alpha Mason, Devontae Griffin, Manny, uh, Trey Wilmore, fresh fade in the building. I know you want to get in here, so you know, call in, brother. I got you. Timothy, Joey, Steve Lupton. Am I not? Why am I not seeing you guys call? This is kind of weird. Is this something new? This is interesting. Hmm. Anyway, uh, John Garcia, Lance Bell, Roosevelt, the Bear, Benjamin, our guy Marcus, who's on the horn right now, Frankie Franchise, IBOM Inc., G. Garcia, Chuck, Iceberg Q., and the many more coming through. Appreciate you guys this morning. Not sure why it took so long for the notifications to get going, but hey, man, I can't control that. All I can control is what I can control. And one thing I can't control is, and one thing that I am proud that we do here, we're very consistent. Win, lose, or draw, I tell you all the time, I'm here for it all. So if it's crow we got to eat today, it's crow we're going to eat. So one time, for the one time, a moment of silence for the Dallas Cowboys season. They ask you how you are, you just have to say that you're fine. When you're not really fine, but you just can't get into it because they would never understand. You know, it started off, it started off so good. Out of nowhere. Just flipped upside down on its head. That's here we are. You had one job, Dallas. One job. All right, let's get to this dang on roundup. It is time for It's time for the morning roundup. Round them up, boys. This is the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals, whether it be weight loss, strengthening up, toning up, sports, or stress relief. Our friends over at TFF have everything you need from uh, experienced, certified, professional trainers. So if you're looking to give them a chance, and begin your fitness journey, head on over to any of the nine locations in the DFW area or visit TexasFamilyFitness.com. Jerry Jones was, was very upset after the game in, in Jerry Jones fashion. One of the reports came out earlier in yesterday, actually two days ago, about McCarthy potentially being on a hot seat if they lost the game. Uh, one of the reporters asked him that question, and Jerry Jones deflected the question about McCarthy and the coaching staff and the team's preparation level, whether a loss like this could cause him to consider coaching changes, etc. This is what he said. I'm not going to discuss coaching. The preparation, any of those things, that's not on the table. The game speaks for itself. Uh, he went on to say some things along the line of the score really wasn't an indication how the game went, but he's proud of them for fighting back, yada, yada, yada. The same old thing that happens with the Cowboys against these good teams. They just continue to fall down early, try to make a, a run late, come up short, and make a game out of it. I mean, it's it's been the same thing all year, all year. Uh, one of the questions we'll pose later is about the coaching staff and what do we do here? Uh, because I do think there's something to it. I do think there's some smoke to that. Um, and it's not because I think it's it's right. I don't know if it's right just yet. But I do think there's smoke. And we talked about that on the pregame show. 
Jerry has expectations. We all have expectations. And it's one thing when they're not met, and it's another thing when they're not met in the way they're not met. Right? Kind of similar to it's not really who you play, how you play. It's the process. And when I look at 14 penalties, and no, this isn't a referee game where all the refs did this and did that. I, no. A lot of these penalties were self-inflicted wounds, undisciplined team. The only team in the NFL this year to get flagged 14 times twice. You knew you couldn't. You didn't have to come in here and play a perfect game to beat the 49ers, but you couldn't come in here and play a sloppy game and try to beat the 49ers. And you did that. 14 penalties, I would say half if not more. See, Steven. Half, if not more, were self-inflicted. Oh. Were self-inflicted. So, you know, I, I, I can't blame the referees on this. I know we'll get to what happened at the end of the game. I don't even think that was a ref situation. That was more of a what the hell was that situation. So Jerry's frustrated. Somebody's head's going to roll. I, 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 we, got day. we got a lot of time to discuss this, to figure it out. I think something is up. I do think something's up. There were two plays in that game that were very strange, and this is one of them. Uh, Brian Anger explains the post-fake punt fiasco situation. If you guys don't know, which I'm sure you do, there was a fake punt, got about 16 yards, first down, and then Bones got a little cute. And just like most of these calls, they come from the top. McCarthy could have easily said, no, get the damn offense out there. Let's go. Uh, instead, they hold, hold, hold. Referee comes, sets the ball, resets the clock. They run their offense back out there, I think, with 14 seconds on the play clock. The Niners substitute. They got about five seconds to snap it. They definitely snapped it at zero, That's but that's normal. I've never seen a delayed game called so damn fast, but that's neither here nor there. They snap it at the zero. Delay a game. The quickest delay a game ever, but nonetheless, it wasn't about the result of that play. It was about the process of it. What the hell was that? So this is what Brian Anger had to say. Um, they can't sub in that scenario since we didn't sub anybody off the field. Uh, Anger tried to explain after the games. The ref stood over the ball, and we should have snapped the ball. Anger called the confusion kind of unfortunate. He would not say what the play was that they had intended to run. Um that's his explanation on it. Again, more questionable decisions down the stretch of this game that I think cost them. Another one. Again, you had no, you had no business being in this game, and you were. Another one was this. At the end of the game where I pretty much conceded that this thing was going to be over, they marched down the field 40 yards in three plays. You're already in Hail Mary distance, right? I personally didn't believe you needed to do this, but if you wanted to run something across the middle of the field, why not a pass? Instead, they decided to run a quarterback draw with 14 seconds left. Most coaches and analysts and former players or coaches, whatever, will tell you 16 seconds is usually that mark of throwing the ball in the middle of the field, down the field at least, running up and clocking it. Well, the Cowboys have 14 seconds. They say 16 for a damn reason. Cowboys have 14 seconds. Their explanation was they wanted to get closer. Let me just read you what Dak said here. 
We wanted to get a little bit closer and have a chance to maybe dial up, not necessarily a Hail Mary, but a play we've schemed. Understand. I said the same thing. I said, all right, I get it. Trying to get closer. And we've uh, we've repped that play in practice time and time again. And we had one getting ready in that situation. Honestly, just got hit from behind. When I gathered myself and saw two seconds, I thought I could get the snap down before time expired. I'm not sure exactly what happened other than that. First of all, I think it was poorly executed. One. Two, a poor decision. Uh, reports came out that Kellen made the call, McCarthy gave the okay, and then Dak obviously executed the play. But if you go back and look, they were giving you in the middle of the field. Why not just send Schultz directly across the middle? The ball gets there faster. Everyone gets up there. Sm- snap the ball. You probably got two, three, four seconds left. You got six or seven, eight, nine, ten yards as opposed to dropping back, doing your little fake, and that's what, a second or two, then taking off and running for 17 yards. That's more time. And now having to gather yourself. And that happened. Kind of a microcosm of the entire game. Just a just a, a cluster F of crap that happened all game from start to finish. From start to finish. That is the morning roundup presented by Texas Family Fitness, a solution for your fitness goals. Now, those are just some of the, the and those are the plays that happened in the game. But the bottom line of this game, um, if you go back to my three keys, one of them were stop Jimmy G. I'm sorry, stop the run game to force the ball into Jimmy G's hands. 30 attempts was the key. He threw the ball 25 times. They ran the ball 38 times, 169 yards. Did you play better in the second half against the run? Sure you did. Sure you did. But it wasn't good enough to start. And when you talk about the starts, this offense, Dak Prescott, Kellen Moore, I don't understand these slow starts constantly against good teams. You you can't expect to win games against good teams if you're going to come out and average seven points in the first half of games. You know what I mean? Like you, you can't expect to win ball games like that. The, the decision to defer was very maddening to me. Did not y- y'all were here last week. What did I say? Take the ball. At the very least, if you don't score points or whatever, move the ball a little bit, punt, kick a field goal, whatever. At least there's some type of momentum built. Then your defense gets out on the field. I told you, Kyle Shanahan's scheme is one of the best in the league, and he's one of the best. I, I have him in the top two. First 15 is what they're calling. The first 15 of games, I have him right up there with Andy Reid. It's difficult to defend because you haven't seen it just yet. You haven't played against it just yet. Eventually, it'll settle down, and, and the Cowboys settled down. They scored one touchdown on a one real touchdown drive. One. They scored one touchdown in the second half, and it was because of interception. But on the flip side, you cannot start slow like that. You can't. You can't start slow on the ground. You can't start slow in the air, and the Dallas Cowboys did that. How many times do we run the ball? I mean, how successful? Because you know it's not the times, it's the efficiency. 3.7 yards per carry. And that's what Dak Prescott, 6.8 yards. So if you take that out, the Cowboys average less than 2 yards per carry. There is a blueprint. Let me see if I can find it for y'all. I mean... Here we go. 
Come on, come on, come on. I, I mean, I'm just a fan. You know, I'm just a fan. I see these things. How can they not see these things? You are not going to beat good teams averaging less than 3.5 yards to 3 yards per carry. I don't give a damn about running the ball 40 times for 2.9 yards per carry, but you got to find a way to be efficient. Cowboys Nation, I said this so many times this year. You're not going to beat these quality teams with Dak throwing the ball 43, 45, 50 times a game. They will walk them that. Especially because as a passing offense, your scheme has not adapted to what teams have done to you. Tony Pollard's your most healthy offensive weapon in the backfield. He touched the ball six freaking times. Really five. Counting that last play of the game. Or that last drive of the game. All week, we kind of heard, oh, well, no, Kellen's saving stuff for Tony Pollard. Dak is saying, well, you know, I don't want to tell the team, you know, the things we may do. Kellen Moore came out here and didn't do a jack shit else than what he's been doing the last six to eight weeks against good teams. Nothing. And it's frustrating because they have the talent to be a very diversely schemed team. Very frustrating. And if these reports are true, that, that, that Jerry Jones wants to keep Kellen Moore through hell or high water, if it's going to cost Mike McCarthy, boy, I mean, it's going to be really tough to get behind this this offense next year. Really tough. You had your shot, Dallas. The Niners let you back in the game. Jimmy G gave you opportunity after opportunity. Hands to the face on third down. Holding 14 penalties. You cannot have that. You can't have it. So, to me, they didn't deserve to win this game. That's why during the last stretch of that final possession, I really wasn't up in, you know, I'm sitting here like, okay, you know, if they pull this out, this is going to be amazing. But I'm like, I don't think they will, number one. Number two, they don't deserve to to win this game. Even if they win this game, do I have the confidence next week they're going to go and do something different? Not really. They came out here and they they showed their asses. They were the same team in the second half of the season that they had been, I'm sorry, they were the same team on Sunday that they had been in the second half of the season. Slow starter, right? Undisciplined, questionable decision-making. And I would say a so-so offense, but it really wasn't so-so. It was poor. It was poor today. I've seen a, I've seen the offense where we complained about the offense before, you know, Saints game, Giants, things like that. They did some good things in that game. There was nothing they did good in this game, in my opinion, aside from maybe one possession. And that possession was the, oh, we're going to bring the Hawk package out. Y'all know I, for my for my day ones, y'all know I can't stand that Hawk package on our side of the field. Run it one time, cool. You run it three more times, two other times, 
oh, yeah, we're going to trick them this time, play action and go deep in, in, into double, th- triple coverage. That makes no sense to me. <laughs> it makes no sense. So this team has a lot of questions heading into the offseason. The core is there. It's, ab- it's absolutely there. We don't know if the coaching is going to be. Who's going to, what coaching staff is going to be here or not be here. Uh, what players are going to be here, not be here. You got some, some high contract decisions to make. Uh, Jesse brought it up. Dude, what do you do with Zeke? Um, I saw some people bring up, you know, Tank and, and, and other Lyle and uh, who's the other one? Mari Cooper and things like that. I don't think there's many decisions on those guys, but I definitely think there's a decision you have to make on, on, on your running back. I do. And decision, I don't necessarily mean cut, but but maybe you go to him and say, hey, man, we got to figure something out here. This isn't going to work. Getting a little older, getting more banged up. It's clear he's lost something, and they don't utilize him in a way that helps him since he's lost something. He's a bruiser. He's a banger, quote-unquote now. So you got to utilize him that way, Cowboys Nation. But all right, man. Kind of just venting today. All right? This is the day after. Again, I didn't go back and rewatch. Only play I've seen over and over was the, the final play of the game, which I mean, goodness, y'all, that, that play meant really nothing to me. That play was just a small, it was a grain of sand on a sea on an ocean of what happened in that game. Very small. The Niners outplayed you all game. You didn't deserve to win. You had a shot, though. Phone lines are really strange today. Uh, we're, I'm going to try to do, I mean, I don't know why it's doing this, but let me see if this works. Marcus, are you in here? Oh, yeah, these are looking really weird today. Let me see. Go ahead, brother. Let me see if I got hey, you. All right, a, yep. It's a weird. It's a weird kind of day, man. Let me tell you something. I got. I'm gonna say three things, and I'm just gonna let you. After I say these three things, I'm just gonna wait for your response. Number one, this bromance between Dak and and Kellen, That's it needs all. to end. Oh, it it needs to absolutely end. get out of here. That's it. Number two. The reason why I say it's not going to end because at the end of the day, Kellen Moore is going to be the last man standing. He is the new Jason. Please don't say that, he, man. They're going to let go. They're going to let go. They're going to find a reason to let go. Everybody else on that coaching staff, for whatever reason, but I, I'm just getting that feeling he is about to be this next head coach. And then thirdly, I'm going to say this. Mike McCarthy, you have destroyed your legacy. To see if I'm playing for my legacy, if I'm playing for my personal pride and showing people that what I can do, I'm taking play calling duties away from Kellen Moore. And I'm going to, if I go down, I'm going to go down on my own sword. Because if you understand how things work, when you lose and you lose like how you did and how that game ended, did they talk to Kellen Moore? No. Did they talk to Dan Quinn? No. Did they talk to Bones Fossil? No. They talked to you. Because at the end of the day, Everything falls on you. Well, you know, so you know, Jason that, Garrett tried to do that. He was told no. Oh, he, he straight he sabotaged Wade Phillips. No, 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 no. I'm talking. Uh, no, 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 no. I'm talking about from from what I heard twenty at the end of 2019 season. Jason Garrett went to Jerry and wanted to call plays, and Jerry said no. Not saying McCarthy did that, but that that just goes to show you kind of the power that Kellen has, the mystique he has in that organization. And that mystique is going to kill this franchise. It's killing the fan base. Like, you don't just – for you to go through everything that you went through this year as a team, adversity-wise, and then for you to come out like and let the game end like that, 
on a QB draw, basically. QB like, draw. what are you – and you're sitting there as the head coach, and you're sitting there saying, yeah, that's cool. That's the play we wanted. Like, you literally have no balls. Like, I have been on Mike McCarthy's – I've been on his team. I'm not on his team anymore. I'm done. Like, I truly believe yeah, that's, that this that's the question. about to be – And let me ask this. This is about to be – Spicy as hell. Let me ask this in the, in the chat and get their 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 answer here. Um, do you fi- should Mike McCarthy be fired? That's the question. Maybe I should put this in the in the, in the thing here. Do, does Mike McCarthy deserve? And to be it's fired? not even that. It's not even that he should be fired. Oh, it's yeah, coming. Yeah, should he? Oh, you best believe it's coming. It's coming. And he's going to be. And what's going to happen? He's going to be the interim coach. KM's going to be the interim coach. And then they going he he going to get into his bag, quote unquote. And then he gonna lock up Penis that head masters. coaching job, and it's gonna be mediocrity after that. Okay, I'm so. telling you. Do you remember that? Do you remember that run where they just were they were one and seven, and then Wade Phillips got fired, and then J- Jason Garrett became interim coach, and they sure. went on a tear that last part. Of the they season. won five and four. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah. Make the they, playoffs. I'm talking about they won the offensive tear after that. They, they they were better. Yeah, yeah, they were better. Well, compared to one and seven, the way they finished, they they were much better. But that that this is the fandom talking to me. You know me; I'm always trying to be logical. I try to remain rational. No, this is the this but is the morning after it, man. A lot of emotions. It's giving me an eerie vibe, guy. It's giving me a real eerie vibe, guy. Eerie, because I've seen this unfold like this before. Like it's giving me a real eerie vibe. Please talk me off the ledge. What what, what can I talk you off of? I don't want Mike. I don't want Kellen to be the head coach. I don't can't talk you I off that either, ledge if that's going to happen. Like, like who? But you also, but you don't want to. You want to fire McCarthy as well. So, no, if, I don't want him. I, I want him to stay. I want him to stay, but I want him to have some stones. Uh, like, if you're going to go down, go down on your own sword. Don't let Kellen Moore drag you into the abyss. You are still the head coach because I mean, when you put out that input, I mean that output, you are the one that's at the podium, not Kellen Moore. Not Dan Quinn. Yeah, true. You're. I, yeah, I want to ask, ask the, the chat more question after this one, but but go ahead. No, no, no. I was just saying that I don't – man, I love Mike McCarthy, but if you're going to sit there and let this dude drag your team – because that's what he's doing. Kelly Moore, has, he's, dro- he's dragged his team down at the worst possible time. You've done a lot of fluff, a lot of window dressing. You put up all these stats. That's wonderful. You got Dak having his best statistical year ever. That's great. But that's not going to win you sound, technically sound football games. So you're saying he should that's have stripped him of his I play want, calling. I want Mike there because I feel like the culture is changing. But as the head coach, if you can't make a decision on what – and you see all these things happening, you need to give your, – your job as the head coach, you have to give your team that spark. If no one else can – you have to be that last line of defense. You can't just sit back and just like, well, I can't say anything. I can't do anything. You know, I'm kind of handcuffed. And it's like, but he, if you're handcuffed, he is. That's the thing about that's the thing about this organization that I've been saying forever. You have to overcome those above you. Unfortunately, and that's the pressure I put on every coach that comes and coach for the Dallas Cowboys. He was handcuffed. <laughs> he was. Yeah, Ke- Ke- Kellen Moore is the guy here, bro. So only thing he could have done was strip Kellen Moore of his play calling duties, and that wasn't going to happen under Jerry Jones. Just wasn't going to happen. 
man, I would I would have had to listen. I would have had to risk getting fired. If I was the head coach, I would have had to risk getting fired. You might fire me. Would, and then he would have, yeah, he definitely would have been fired for sure. So, all right, but good. Yeah, good. I would have just had to fire me. Sorry. Yeah, he would. Have, he'd have got but, fired. I mean, I basically. Yeah, I mean, he just at the end of the day, man. I think Mike McCarthy really. I ain't gonna say he ruined it, but he really heavily damaged his legacy by just not by just falling in line and being a cog in the machine instead of the change he wanted to see. You know, so that's all I got, man. You take care, bro, and we gonna be good, man. Just let's look, get to the off season, get to the draft season, man. Cause that's what I'm looking forward to. But you take care, bro, because God got His hands all over you, man. Appreciate you, Marcus. Here's my follow. Here's my question for the chat here. Um, all right, here we go. Keep for not even for the chat for the fire for for the fire Mike McCarthy because I, I'm good moving on. I'm good. Keep whatever whatever happens. I think there's there's quality head coach material out there. Dan Quinn being one. For the fire Mike McCarthy crowd, not because there's some people that don't. Do you want to fire Mike McCarthy if Kellen Moore is elevated to head coach, or would you rather keep Mike McCarthy is and Kellen Moore goes away? That's that's the fascinating situation that could could come up here. Fascinating situation. Jerry may want to keep Kellen Moore so damn bad. He fires Mike for him, which ah, oh God, I, I, this would be a it'll be a long day coming on here doing that stream. So, fire Mike McCarthy to elevate Kellen, or keep Mike McCarthy so that Kellen does not become the head coach. Big flock would say get rid of uh, Kellen, get rid of both. That's the thing. If, if that's, and that's the thing, Michael. I don't know if they're gonna get rid of both. Like I think if they get rid of Mike, it's good to keep Kellen. Which please don't let that happen. Please. Mike says keep or uh, keep Mike and send Kellen. Let Kellen get the hell out of here. Keep Mike. Let Kellen go. I'd rather Dan Quinn be the coach. And that's the thing, Joe. Why why is he so fascinated with Kellen Moore? Cowboys Nation, bear with me today, right? Bear with me. This is all we just family meeting. How in the hell is Dan Quinn not the guy that Jerry Jones is fighting to keep? Hmm? Your defense has been better and more reliable and more consistent than it's ever been in the last decade. And we're just okay with letting him go? For as frustrating as it was yesterday, 169 yards, you know, that, that start may have been the most nightmarish start you can you can fathom, right? Three and out, three and out. They come down, score in their first possession, second possession. They come down, convert third downs, kick a field goal. You're down 10 nothing, negative 13 yards in the first quarter. They got like a buck 10. Your defense nutted up, though. Your defense, your defense gave you shot after shot to win that ball game. They weren't perfect. But I saw Dan Quinn do something that Kellen Moore failed to do, and that was adjust. I saw Dan Quinn adjust to his players, adjust to the terrible circumstances that was given to him with players going out. Not just any player. <laughs> Your main players were out week in, week out for, for multiple weeks, et cetera, et cetera. And he adjusted and, and gave that defense a fighting chance and, Led the league in turnovers, things like that, third downs, et cetera, et cetera. Why is Dan Quinn, Cowboys Nation, not the guy that you're fighting to keep? Why is it Kellen Moore? That so so that to me is a bit confusing. That's me a bit confusing. 
Got my guy Mel, man. What's up, Mel? Talk to me. Man, what's going on, champ? Hey, you know, uh, hanging in there, bro. I sound okay. What's up? Can you hear me okay? Uh, it, it's a little. Can you hear me okay? It's a little muddy, a little reverb. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. Better. Yes. Okay. Um, man, I think uh, when you when you circle back on this whole season, man, and uh, you talked a lot about it, man. If you if you circled the games on this calendar that were big test games. All of we them. We circled lost. Tampa. Uh-huh. We circled Tampa. We circled uh, Kansas City. And we circled Arizona. Loss, loss, loss. So this team and has San, And San Fran. And San Fran. Let's put them up there. I mean, it's the wild card. I mean, oh, yeah. I was going to get to them. Oh, God. Yeah. Because I'm saying we we really can't sit here and be like, oh, man, I'm so shocked and I'm so surprised. Because every time this team had a big test, they failed, bro. Every and me, time. And, let me, and, and, this, and, and here's why I think it's why coaching matters, and this is why I put this on coaching first, then obviously the players. Because you had four opportunities this year. You mean to tell me out of four opportunities against these upper echelon type teams you couldn't win one you couldn't win one nobody we beat nobody we beat sky is still alive you couldn't nobody nobody we beat is still playing you couldn't scheme up game playing up out coach this out decision make whatever with the hell ever one of those games not one not one that's that's not one that's not good, man. And and somebody's head's going to roll. And, and, you know, a lot of people, some people said they don't want Mike Fox. I think, I think, I could be wrong. And, again, this is raw emotion. I said this after the show, bro. I, I just do think Mike McCarthy's going to be the one. Um, You know, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to turn into a revolving door of, of, you know, oh, okay, well, that didn't work, so he's out, and that didn't work, so he's out, and then before you know it, Dak is in year eleven, and you know his, you know his career is on the downside, and I, you know what I mean. So it's, I think the first thing they have to do, man, is if I'm Jerry, they gotta come to me and they gotta say, what is your offensive identity for 2022-2023? Yes, yes, that is a very important what question. Is what is your offensive identity? I need to know because, I mean, right now, man, that's what they really need to – they need to huddle up and they need to say, this is what we're going to be offensively. If it's going to be a power-running team, then go get you a power-running back. <clears throat> go no. get you a power-running back. <laughs> no, I'm going to push it all off season. I don't give a damn at this point, man. You know, if pe- people have got a problem, you know, wanting to have a revolving door at the quarterback position, I- I- then I'm going to talk about the damn running back position this-, this off season. But go ahead. That's where you can have a revolving door. I know. <laughs> you can have a revolving door at the running back. The-, the This thing really was messed up, man, leading into 2019 to keep it 100 with you. Because... Uh, you, you, you should have never, never let nobody punk you into paying them at that position. Never. Neither here nor there. It is what it is. But go get you a running back and be a power running team. Go get you a guard, be a power running team. If you're going to be a passing offense, then you need to figure out the best offense for your quarterback. 
because now that he doesn't really use his legs anymore, what made him special is kind of not there. And you got to figure out what he is going forward if you're going to be a passing offense. But whatever it is, it's got to be centered around him because he's not going anywhere. So everybody that wants to get rid of that, you can hang up those dreams. He's not going anywhere. It shouldn't be a dream. And you, <laughs> anyway, go ahead. I mean, it's out there. It's no, out you're, there. you're right. You're right. You're right. You're right. Yeah, it's out there that you know. Well, that's you know. Yeah, yeah. And uh, but you got to figure out something that's going to work for him and with him. But this aggressively taking what the defense gives it's us bullshit. is not an offensive it's not an scheme. Offense. It's not an offense. That is not an offense because you you don't establish anything. You don't you you don't you don't. There's nothing that you consistently do well. So from what I saw, even yesterday, it was the same thing. It was this was the same team we saw all year long. No, so it really no, wasn't no surprise. No, no, Mel, it was the same. Not all year. It, yeah, it was the same team we yeah. saw in the post bye week. Post yes. bye week. This this is this was the same offense against better defenses and squads that we've seen all year, and there was no answer to it. And I said this yesterday. Your quarterback had a bad game. There's no doubt about that. Like, Dak Prescott did not have a good game. Uh, but this was the same – it followed the same script. You have an, a scheme that was figured out, and there was no game plan to adjust. Your offensive coordinator couldn't adjust to it, so now I'm asking my Q to be able to, to take over and, and, and make something out of nothing, and he couldn't do that. So it's clear as day. If this is the scheme, I don't think it's going to go that far in the playoffs. If this is what we're going to run, right? If this is the type of efficiency we're going to have on the ground. If this is the, if we're going to have to have Dak throw the ball 43, 45 times into defenses that can just rush you with four and get home. If your offensive line is not that great. You know what I'm saying? Like if all these things are compounding and 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 that's the performance we want to get from the quarterback and the offensive coordinator and the decision maker from the head coach. Mel, Cowboys Nation, we're not going to advance. There needs we're to be gonna, some type we're not of adjustment, we'll, we'll, period. We'll do the same thing. We'll probably run through the East, and then we'll lose, we'll lose the games again that are that are big-time games, and then we'll go home again. I mean, it's, they, they're going to have to figure out what our offensive identity is, and uh, hopefully we can keep DQ. Um, I know that's a long stretch, but um, it ain't a stretch you know, hopefully you make that can coach. happen. Make him, make him yeah, head coach, you man. know. Well, he's gonna have if whoever the head coach is to me has the same task, and that is figuring out what is this offensive identity, whether that's DQ or that's Mike McCarthy, or even if that's boy, you know, Pizza Boy. But <laughs> whatever, what, call that man Pizza whatever, Boy. What whatever goes on, they gotta figure out. Hey. This is what we are offensively. I'm I'm, I'm gonna say this, then I'll get off because I know certain people want to get on. Oh, even when you look that. at yeah, go ahead. Even, even when you look at Tom coming to Tampa, right? Sure. When he first came in, Bruce Arians had what he wanted to do, but Tom said, "I got what I like to do too," and we got to figure out a way to mesh these two to get this offense figured out. And you saw through the first half of last year, their first year together, that there were some struggles there. Yeah. But once Tom yeah. got what he liked to do incorporated into what Bruce wanted to do, 
now that offense is figured out. Yeah, I it, don't it's, know. It's I still tough. don't know what it is that Dak likes to do. It's tough to to to, to use Tom. I hear what you're saying. No, you're, you're you're talking about the basis of what they did because Tom is a 23 year veteran. You know what I'm saying? And and he has, like you said, a scheme for over tw- 20 years that he knows what, what works. Dak has been a part of now essentially kind of one and a half or two schemes, right? You had the, the, the running identity this first four years in the league, and then when Kellen took over, it's more of a passing identity. And then this year, it was, I don't know what the hell this was. It was no identity. <laughs> I mean, oh, the what the hell this I, I said this a f- it was a few weeks ago. The, we need to get an, an offensive scheme in here that we know in the league works. Kellen Moore, yeah. The, the Kellen Moore's scheme is just that. It's his scheme. It, it, there's, it's not proven anywhere. It's proven to work in Dallas every here, every here and there, but it's not proven anywhere. There are there are schemes that are proven that have taken teams further in playoffs, taken teams to Super Bowls, et cetera, et cetera. I would like to go get that. One of the guys. I talked about this last week, shouting out the 49ers. I, and y'all know I've been saying this for a while. I'd go pluck one of Shanahan's guys, and that name is Mike McDaniels. Now, funny thing is. It's going to be tough to pluck. Uh, very tough. They ain't going to let him. Funny thing is, he a pizza boy looking dude too, but he comes with something that works. You know what I mean? He comes yeah. with a, a system that is successful, and built in the system are counters. Yeah, our counters. I don't think. Yes, pizza. You call him Pizza Boy. You gonna have me calling him Pizza Boy now? I don't think Pizza Boy <laughs> Kellen Moore has counters built in his system because there is none. It's you dictate none. what we do. I get to the line of scrimmage, and I'm gonna call this these plays. I, I said it a million times. If we're gonna go into the playoffs like that, I don't think you're gonna advance too far. You have to find efficiency on the ground, and you have to be able to keep these pass attempts under 40, 43 pass attempts um, and make the opposing team, Jimmy Garoppolo, we said it, Mel, the magic number was 30. Garoppolo threw 25 passes. I guarantee you, you take away five of their best runs and make Jimmy Garoppolo throw the ball five more times, you probably win that game. You probably do. You probably do. I don't know if you win many more, but you probably could win that one. But they – they they've got to figure this out from definitely from an offensive standpoint. What are what are they going to be going forward? Yeah. Um, I think you hit it on the nose yesterday during the during the post game show. You said, "Well, we can't call Dak an elite guy now, right? No. He had two minutes left. Yeah, a, a couple of th- yeah, he had, he had I think he, had, he really had he had a couple chances um, to go down there and win that game." but wasn't able to overcome coaching and um, wasn't able to make enough plays on his own. So you're going to have to help him out coaching-wise. Mm, that, 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 that possession so frustrating because I kept looking over to Jesse. I said, all right, man, four minutes left or whatever the hell it was, three timeouts, your best put. Kellen, there's no holding back. This is the time to pull the crap out of the bag, dig deep, unload the clip, whatever you got to do, man. And, and run your best plays. And boom, Dak do a, you know, got it to, I think it was Schultz up the, up the sideline, got a big gain. And then we get up there and we're rushing. Why, why are we rushing? You know. And I think, I don't know if it was that play or the next play, <laughs> we're rushing to get a playoff on that side of the two minutes with three freaking timeouts, Mel. Three timeouts left. 
we did this before at the end of the half against Kansas City. They're rushing, rushing, rushing for no damn reason at all with timeouts in your pocket, gets up there, throws it in the end zone, interception. Well, they get up there, they run not even really a design, a play call. I think he calls this, does that. You go here, you go there, takes a sack. Now it's second and 11. And incomplete, incomplete, throw it up on fourth and 11. And I think Michael Gallup makes a catch, but looks like that said Wilson couldn't track it right. That gave him a shot, he couldn't come down with it. I mean, it's, it's little things like that. That you have to get in the helmet and say, no, 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 no. Let this go to the two-minute. Let's calm down and get our best plays to win this football game. They didn't do that. Well, one of the things, I think they're rushing. I think they're rushing because they want to get to the line of scrimmage and then figure out what to do. It's yep. not really not, like, hey, this is what we do in these situations. Not in that case. They rushed to get to the line of scrimmage to snap it on that side of the two-minute. So they weren't getting there to try to call a play. Oh, yeah, yeah, they yeah, got yeah, there. Yeah, they wanted yeah. to get one more playoff so they can have a, essentially have a fourth timeout in their pocket. But you're already at the 40, fam. Like, like what, what are you rushing for? Two minutes with three timeouts at the 40, 45-yard line is plenty of time to score a touchdown. Plenty. What you don't want to do is score the tutty with a buck 25 left, and now with that scheme, they have a chance to go try to score and win the game, kick a field goal to win the game. But, damn, I, I'm kind of rambling here. My, my apologies. I got to get more people on there, man. <laughs> All right, bro. All right, man. Hey, it's going to be a long, long off season, and uh, we'll see how everything shakes out, man. It'll be a lot lots of news, bro. Yes. Have you, a good one, man. You too, brother. Appreciate it, as always. It indeed will be a long off season. By the way, let me kind of give a little bit of what we'll do in the off season. Uh, for those that have been around here, I know there's a lot of new people, and salute to you guys, a lot of fans and subscribers have come during the, the season. Y'all really didn't see what, what I've done in the off season, what I've done last off season. So uh, the schedule per se will, will be a lot of series. We'll do a lot of series. We're going to bring back the draft series where uh, we'll do the on the clock draft series. We'll bring guys on like Jeff Cavanaugh, Vach, uh, um, maybe Brian, things like that. That'll come on. We'll talk about some of these um, drafted players because I jump in the lab now, not at the second, but now's the time where I start jumping in the lab, looking at college uh, players. Foots the Kings, another one. And we'll start diving into that. But I like to bring on those who are really in tune to watching these guys and, and, and kind of just bouncing ideas off each other. We'll also do a hindsight series where last year was hindsight 2020. This year will be hindsight 2021. Um, and we'll review each position, each player, how they play, things like that. Uh, we'll do a free agent series, uh, a keeper let go. So there were a bunch of series uh, this offseason I think you guys will enjoy. So I just want to give you all uh, a precursor of what's going to happen. All right, let's get some more. It's a lot of calls in here. And my phone line acting real weird, man. All right, here, here we go. B-Bird. What's up, B-Bird? Hey, what's up, Sky? It's a tough morning, right? It it is. I mean, you know, I, you know, for years, you kind of at some point you learn to you know, it gets numb after a while. <laughs> but it was more so. It was yeah, a tough evening a for me. I got a chance to sleep on it, and now talking out with y'all is like therapy. Yeah, it absolutely is. One one thing uh, in my super chat, I said that uh, the 49ers culture beat the Cowboys culture, and and that's just you know, it's just what it was. They're just a 
a tougher team than we are. And what we are, uh, culture-wise, we're, we're collars, excuse makers, referee blamers, and um, things of that sort. Things that are not tough. Oh, I didn't and even so, bring that up, but, Bird. Did you see that? Get your coach yeah. coming out talking so, about the refs and uh, just. Yeah, that that that's just not the the thing about our culture is, and 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 we talked about this before. And we don't talk about this during the season because it doesn't make a difference. But the the macro of it is Jerry Jones is the issue with this well, whole yeah. team. To be Bird, you know, you. you know how we and, do. And it's hard to get to talk about it, but this is the day to do that. And so what I'm saying is this: um, he is a part of the coddling. Um, so when he hired McCarthy, McCarthy, let, let me ask you a question: When has Jerry Jones got into a, a hired of coach that other teams wanted? Like I mean, it was a battle over this coach because he was so good. Jason Garrett. He doesn't have – yeah, and that wasn't even a big battle really, right? He just kind of slid on in. But the thing about – what I'm trying to say is he hires guys that are just elated to get the job and the check, which means that you're going to be beholden to what Jerry Jones says. You have no power. And so Mike McCarthy, I'm going to tell you, he did not want Kellen Moore. I mean, Mike McCarthy is, is an offensive guy. He could not have wanted him, but he had to take him. Also, too, you ever notice that he never really uh, – he said, well, I hope we throw the ball. No, you go tell him to throw the ball more. You go tell him to run the ball more. But I think that guy, uh, you know, as he got the job, it, that's why I said you expire Mike McCarthy. I said yes because he's not – his personality isn't big enough to overcome the culture. And you got to find a coach whose personality is big enough to uh, to uh, overcome the culture that that Jerry set in because he's the given, right? He's not going anywhere. He's even to come behind him. So you know that's, what it is. We got to find somebody that that's going to be able to overcome that. And and I'll have right. you speak on that. And I got something else. No, you're right. I mean, it's it's it follows the same mantra of what I've been saying every single year, even under Jason Garrett, even when they were looking for a new coach, whether it's fair or not. You have to overcome, and you say the culture, so I'll use that. You have to overcome the Jerry Jones culture. You have to overcome the front office. Yes, they'll do some things to put you in position, but there's always those little things like, hey, Kellen Moore's our guy, right? There's always, hey, this is our guy, or this is how we want to do it, or coming out, and sometimes Jerry Jones is kind of giving away game plans. and You just have to overcome that, and whether it's fair or not, I need you to do it. And Mike McCarthy, two years yeah. in a row, hasn't been able to do it. Last year, whatever, I am. Injuries. But this year, I mean, what, what is the excuse? So, I, you might be right. I don't know if he has a temperament to, or the balls to necessarily overcome it. The two times, yeah. I've been saying this forever, the two times this organization took, I think, a enormous shift into being a championship potential, Jimmy Johnson, he had balls. Bill Parcells absolutely fixed this team. He had balls. Ever since, they haven't hired a coach of that ilk, and the Cowboys really weren't able to, to capture that kind of culture again. And we thought the culture was changing at the beginning of the year. And I'll be, hey, I'll sit right on you. I thought it was. You know, I thought it was. I thought the culture was changing. I'm not going to lie to you. It felt different. And, and I'm going to be real. It definitely felt different, B-Bird, the first seven games, eight games of the year. It felt different. And then the feeling yeah. went away just like that. I yeah. digress. So, so I also think, too, man, you know, when we score first, uh, we, we do much better. But, but can yeah. I tell you what that's a, a, the result of? Man, we're front runners. Yeah, I, and, 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 didn't and, we say that last we, week? <laughs> it's a front runner. We team. are front runners, man. And and what that is, I'm talking about the mentality of okay, everything's going good. We got to feel that, but we feel when things aren't going good too. 
and and I see the deck's eyes. To be honest with you, I don't. He doesn't like when he see things going kind of bad. Get that vibe of bad. It just goes bad. And so, <clears throat> excuse me. Uh, I just think that we, you know, we. It, but that's a that's a, a symptom of the culture, right? Because we're not tough. We're not tough minded. We're not tough physically. We finesse. And so, you know, that all goes together with the culture. We we can't build we can't build a culture of of hard dudes with coddling and entitlements and other things that we're doing with Jerry Jones. Yeah. That's, uh, you, you know, uh, we had this conversation a bunch, man. You're right. You're right. And, and unfortunately it's a conversation that will never change unless there's someone that, that comes in here and is able to overcome that. Unfortunately. And I'll, I, and I'll I'll tell you one thing I think that was kind of crazy and I'll let you go after the successful fake punt. Um, then they, they, they go with the, the, uh, uh, I guess they, keep the punt team out there to try to make Frisco call a timeout. They really got that from what Arizona did to yes, us did. Yes, after did. that uh, touchdown. But the thing about it is it didn't make any sense because they're leading. None. So what are you trying to get them to burn timeouts for? It, it, they really, Their timeouts aren't important. That's exactly what I said on the postgame show. That made no sense. And then they, they even gave you a chance to correct your dumb decision by resetting the play clock. And once they did that and San Fran didn't burn one, you should have ran your offense back out there and got going. I just think this team, the, the, the coaching decisions, they just crumbled under the pressure. And, and I'll tell you this before I, before I go, man. Lyle Collins, uh, Zeke, and Kellen Moore, those are all the kind of politics that we don't need here anymore. Um, Zeke's out there because Jerry paid him, um, you know, uh, this amount of money, so I have to prove that this wasn't a bad GM decision. Um, uh, Collins is out there for the same reason. I paid this guy a lot of money, so I got to prove this out. So I'm going to keep him out there. I don't think we're playing the best players, and uh, Connor Williams also. Hey, I drafted this guy. I think he's exactly. the number one pick in that draft for us that year. These things shouldn't matter, Bieber? man. When when it's time to get on the field, they Speaking should not of... matter. All that stuff should be gone. Play the best player, which I think Mike McCarthy would like to do, but you can tell he does not have the authority to sit these guys, man. So that's why I'm telling you. Jerry is still running everything, and he'll be like, head's going to roll and this, that, other. But, dude, you're the one that's that's causing all these things, man. And, Scott, I'm going to get off and, and just let everybody else talk, man. I just had to get those things out to you, brother. I mean, appreciate you. I'm going to push back on the Lyle Collins situation. I think Lyle Collins played well. Well, I don't want to say well because offensive line in general was bad. But I think Lyle was – he held up extremely well against Nick Bosa. almost said Joey. Until that holding, which ended up getting Bosa out. so. But I think the left side of that line was horrendous yesterday. Horrendous. Your center, your left guard, and yes, your left tackle was terrible. And and we talked about this in the postgame show. I don't even know what you do. I mean, it, I don't know if it was an anomaly game or not, but from first view, according to PFF, he gave up seven pressures in that game. And a sack fumble. I'm talking about Tyron uh, Smith. I did see Lyle lose some battles on that side. But I think against Nick Bosa, he held well until that 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 holding. But just without watching again, that left side was atrocious. I agree with you on uh, Zeke and things like that. But I don't think you get rid of Lyle. I think next year, and I said this all season, I think you move him to guard. Because I think he'll be a better guard than Connor Williams was. Because this is the time to do it now. You got more time. You can figure it out. 
Leo probably you move some money around and you got your right tackle. Do you have your left tackle? I don't know if you have your left tackle, man. I mean, I mean, you do technically. You know, do you, you ride Tyron Smith to? You know, you, you ride with him on the left tackle to the wheels fall off. The wheels is falling, man. They're falling. So, I, I think you got to look at tackle position. How high? I don't know. Um, because I like other positions, and this is so super early. But I like other positions in the draft. But if a, if a, if a left tackle falls to you that you like, I don't think you can go away from it. I don't think you can go away from it. But that was a that was a really bad game from from the left tackle. Um, I, I recall a few plays from Lyle that that were bad, but there were way more I saw from the left tackle. I, again, I haven't rewatched. I haven't rewatched just yet. There could have been a ton of plays where he was awful, but just kind of just from what I remember, and me and Jesse kept <laughs> Jesse kept looking over to me and saying, "Left guard and center," because he kept saying that was the key to the game. And the left guard and the center were atrocious, and so was your left tackle. They pretty much owned that side of the ball, and it was unfortunate. And again, we knew coming into this game that that was a really good front. So I was asking Kellen Moore, you have to game plan for that. Did we see any of the line shifting? Did we moving of the pocket? Only thing you saw that maybe got them off kilter was we're going to do the play action, we're going to boot, and come around. I I don't understand how you're going to do or die situation in this game, and you have a – a game plan that bland. Frustrating, man. Frustrating. Some people saying Tyron washed. Ah, injured. I know that. He's injury prone for sure. And and it's it's I don't know what you do with that position. Again, they were raw emotions right now. I haven't really thought all that all the way through. Uh, but I tell you this, it would not shock me if he retired. It would not shock me if, if if Tyron Smith says, listen, man, I know that I don't want to go out bad, but I also don't want to be one of those older players that is atrocious for an entire season and is forced to retire because how bad I've been playing. I got benched and things like that. But I told my guy, Reek, I said, because he kept talking about if, if, if Lyle gets whooped all day. Lyle ain't get whooped all day. But I said, if the left tackle, left guard center, whoever the hell it is, I don't care who it was, if they are a detriment to your team, then you take them out. I know it would have been super controversial to take out Tyron Smith, but he was that bad yesterday. Your left guard was that bad yesterday. Your center was that bad yesterday, majority of the game. Just from my first view, I haven't rewatched it. Speaking of which, let's get our guy, Mr. All I Gotta Say. What's up, Reek? Uh, yeah, what's going on, Sky? Cowboy I, Nation. Now, let him know, let him know, Reek. You know what I mean? Didn't I say that, Reek? You didn't was I, right. I, you, you well, no, 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 no. It's not about being right. When I but, seen it in the game. But didn't I say it in the if, game last if, night. Okay. I said it in my head. I said, damn, Sky was dead ass right. You know what I mean? No, I'm no. not even gonna hold you on no, that. No, Reek, Reek. I'm not gonna hold you. I wasn't. I wasn't was, right. I wasn't right because I didn't think Tyron was gonna was gonna be, play bad. I just said if whoever's getting whooped on that line, if it's hurting your offense, they should be taken out the game. That's all. I, that's all I was saying. It wasn't just yeah. one person. Yeah, it was that whole, all three of them. Tyron, uh, uh, what's his name? Um, fifty two and on um, Beatus. Yeah, yeah Carter, man. All of them, man. But see, you know what, though, man? I'm just going to say this, Cowboy Nation, man. Yo, 
we got power, and we don't understand the power that we have over our nation and our team. Man, the Internet is undefeated. These dudes, this this organization is watching what we putting out here in the, out here in the media. Yo, man, we need to start holding Jerry Jones accountable. I know he's a billionaire, and you can't tell a billionaire what to do. Mm. But I'm going to tell you something about movements, man. You, I know everybody know about the boycotts, the bus boycotts. When people, when rich people start losing money, start losing income about stuff, revenue, they start listening. They start putting their ears to what people are saying. Because, yo, man, we tired of this heartbreak that these dudes keep doing. They keep building us up and tearing us down the same damn way. How many times we got to go to the playoffs and these dudes starting off late, starting uh, a late start, they uh, trying to come back in this damn game. Like, come seven, on, man. I'm, seven games in a row they have not scored at home in the first quarter. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Even in that Green Bay playoff game where Dak was a rookie, Zeke was a rookie. And every they game. started late. Detroit game Come on. in 2014, yeah. 2009, the, the Eagles game. I mean, seven games now. The Green Bay um, game? Come on, man. It's like, damn, man. It's like, come on, man. Like, Jerry, you got to get out the way, bro. You got to understand you want to prove Jimmy wrong. You want to prove to everybody in the world that, oh, I put this together. We did it my way. It's my way and no way. But, bruh, you yo, you still get paid regardless. Whether we win or lose, you getting your money, your pocket's still fat. But we the ones got to live with heartbreak throughout the whole goddamn off season because you're not putting the right people in place. And, you're not, and then the people that you put in the place – some of them are capable of doing these jobs, and some of them are not. You, you, you handcuff Mike McCarthy in front of us in America. Everybody's seen that crap, man. Ain't no way in hell you gonna tell me a Super Bowl winning, uh, uh, winning coach was not gonna yell or say something slick to their offensive coordinator when they see him out here messing up like that. Because I still remember when Mike won the damn Super Bowl in Green Bay. They told their best player, which is Matthews at the time, "Yo, go get me the ball." So we can win this game. And that's what the man went out there and did. See, that's what good coaching does, man. Dude, this this old go along to get along bull crap, I am so tired of it, man. This old clean shirt white like, yo, man, this clean shirt bullshit is bull, man. Because Keller Moore is not the answer. He thinks this is college football. I ain't feeling that, man. It is like, come on, man. We all seen that Zeke needed less carries. Pollard should have been in the game running the ball. How in the hell Bosa go out and Warner go out and you don't lean on that right side? You don't put this man in the game to lean on them, man, and run the ball directly at him. Take some of this pressure off Dak. Dak can't do it all by his damn self, man. That's You've seen the pressure in his face, man. That's clear. Come on, man. Come on, man. No other team in the league would have seen that elite team would have seen Somebody's two best players go out and not and not execute on that side of the field with one of their best players, man. Come on, man. It, it, it's ridiculous, man. And the defense, they stood up long as they could. Yeah, what can they do? What can they do, man? They, they coach handcuffed. You got this dude. Got this dude. This dude with this old funny ass look on his face every damn time. Then Dak Prescott, he like, yo, what y'all expect me to do, man? It's only so much that man can do, man. And, and, and we got to be honest about this, man. 
Dak Prescott, every time Dak Prescott played pretty good, is he always had a quarterback whispering in his ear. Either it was a veteran quarterback on his second string talking to him and telling him what he's seeing on the sideline, what he sees on the sideline on the field, or it was John Kittner telling Dak, let it rip, man. We got a backup quarterback as our offensive coordinator, bro. This dude, he goes back into that backup quarterback state of mind. How how you don't do what got you down there the first time to score? I'm doing that every time. Today, show me they can stop what we doing. Yeah, I'm doing that. Yeah, it's 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 yeah. frustrating. It's frustrating for sure, man. But let me get to some of the things you talked about uh, off air. But all right, appreciate you as always. All right, Ruth. man. Hey, man, we need to take we need to take food out of uh, Jerry Jones' mouth, man. We need we need to let him know like we serious, man. We tired of this junk, man. Yeah. All right, all right, brother. Put the McGriddles down, huh, Jerry? You know, I, I, I'm not one of those fans that talk about the boycotting and the stop buying and all that. I, I just be real with you. I'm, that ain't happening. You know what I'm saying? That's cool. You can you you can feel that way and things like that. But that that's just that's just not going to happen. You know what I mean? So I try to stay in what what changes can be made or, or what what can be done to to get you to that next level. Boycotting the team ain't that's just not going to happen. So I ain't going to invest my emotions into it. But what I do want to talk about is get back to the Tony Pollard situation. And do I still have that up? Yes, I do. Guys, I I truly don't understand how we talked about Tony Pollard and, and not running to that right side and things like that. We knew going into this game it was going to be tough running the ball. I, I never expected to run for a buck fifty. I said it all week. All week. It's a good run defense. But if you want to be efficient, attack the edges, misdirection. Um, jet sweeps, things like that. Get the ball to your playmakers in space. That is what seemed to work from time to time against this defense. We did none of the sorts. I'm going to go back and watch, but I feel like second play of the game, second and 10. What do we do? Line up, bunch it up, 12 or 13, whatever the hell it was. Running right up the A-gap. How many times did we show the film this past week in the Rams? Actually, I didn't put the film up, but it's what I saw. When the Rams ran that little 12-13 package, the Niners was like, thank you. Muddy it up for us. We got a good linebacker core. We got a good defense interior. Muddy it up for us. You're not going to beat me on the interior. So attack the edges. Tony Pollard, four carries. is It's malpractice. That is malpractice. One catch. I'm not counting that catch at the end. Malpractice. C.D. Lamb had one catch at the end of the game. Malpractice. My man Foots was there, and he was watching how the Niners were playing. A lot of that cover three, a lot of they were bailing. And when we did run the slants, when we did run the comebacks, the cur- it was successful. When we did run certain plays to the outside, it was successful. We never went back to those things. Dropping back. I mean, we said this all week, Cowboys Nation, did we not? If you're just going to drop back, allow them to rush four at you, and they drop seven, you're going to struggle against this defense because your offensive line, especially that interior, won't be able to hold up down in, down out. So again, as I said at the beginning of the show, shout out to the 49ers. They played their game. They played it well, and they really didn't alter it until the end, which D'Amico Ryans probably would love to have that back. But it ended up working because the Cowboys gifted them a quarterback draw to end the game. But 
Uh, other than that possession, and, and really the possession where Cowboys scored the touchdown um, to Cooper, they played their game, and it worked. Uh, let me get D. Sean in the building. What's up, brother? Hey, it's just, nah, man, it's been a long day. So, me personally, like I said, I feel like I, I told my mom, I was watching the game. I was like, Mom, if the 49ers get the ball first, we're screwed. And I told her that. She was like, Oh, you're being over dramatic. This is it. I said, Well, no. they said it all week. Field and they scored. And I was like, Crap. So, it's a statistic. And, and everybody says this. If the Cowboys don't score first, they usually end up losing. And I was like, oh, shit. Because then I, I kept watching. I was like, man, then you know, I think it was like three and out, like the first possession, like a three and out or so. Yeah. And then they got the ball back, and they went down the field. And then they, like, kicked up the field goal. So I'm like, crap. All right. So the problem with the Cowboys has always been is when we get, like, when a person has a lead on us, it's more difficult for us to come climb back out and to, like, to make it, like, you know, to win the game. It's always been that type of way, actually. Yeah, the first – so when they scored, to me, I was like, okay, they scored, cool. It wasn't the seven that made me say, get a little worried. It was the ten because there is a stat out there. When Dallas goes down by ten points this year, they're 0-4. And what happened? Yeah. They went down ten. I looked over to Jesse. I said, I know it's early. Fortunately, they're down ten early. They have a chance to come back. But 0-4, Jesse. Now 0 and 5. So it was, once they kicked that field goal, and that's why I said, I think it was third and 18, maybe you guys remember. Third and 18 on the Niners second possession. I looked over, I'm like, honestly, they got to force in completion, a sack, um, something to make them punt. Because if they just get six yards here, 10 yards, whatever it may be, that's enough for a field goal, and that could put them in a world of hurt. They got enough. And Robbie Gold, we talked about Robbie Gold being a, a next factor in this situation. He made all his field goals. I think he kicked, what, y'all, four field goals or something like that? Yeah. And he executed them yeah. all. So, uh, And once it, once they went down 10, it was like, oh, well. You, know, you can forget about any game plan that Kellen thought he had because he's going to come out of that. Yeah. And then what really disappointed was Kellen. Like, I, like, we thought Kellen was, like, holding back. We thought Kellen was trying to, like, you know, spice things up. Pollard had four carries? Yeah. Like, the guy who, who averaged 5.5 yards <laughs> per carry – has four carries. What was the point of resting? And I'm like, okay, why is Zeke going out there? Why is Zeke? Uh, I get it. Zeke is making a lot of money. But at the end of the day, do you want to win? Yes or no? Because if you want to win, you have to, you have to split it. You got to split that carry. Like, they got to stop treating Pollard like he's just this, like this second rate running Bro, back. Pollard they, is a great running back. A lot of teams would love to have Pollard right now. They treat and Pollard the like he's not, Lance to, Dunbar. Tashar Choice. Mm-hmm. And it's just crazy. And then I feel like the problem, another thing is, another thing I'm starting to hear a lot, a lot of want to get rid of Dak. If I guess you can get rid of Dak if you want to, that's fine. But you're going to you, – this this is not going away no time soon. soon oh, God. This is going to be the same trend no matter what quarterback you get in here. They said, I heard Russell Wilson. I heard Deshaun Watson. At the end of the day, it's going to be the same result if you don't have discipline. If you have 14 penalties in the game, I promise you, not it's not many quarterbacks other than maybe Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady and a few others that we don't have on our team that can come back from a fourteen penalty game. Fourteen penalty, five sacks is is, is really t- and one hundred and sixty nine yards <laughs> rushing is that's really tough to, to overcome. Yeah, you're right. 
And so, like, I, I guess, but like I said, Scott, like, I, I don't know, like, what they're going to do anything about getting rid of Dak. Like, yeah, Dak is not. They're not the, doing anything. That's not going to happen. You know, it, it's 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 yeah. it's frustrations with fans that don't like them already, or those who are souring on them, and, and that's fair. They can they can do that, but that again, that's one of those things where boycotting. But that's not happening. So you know, we can either put our emotions into that and and, and be upset and, and whine about it, or we can find ways, talk about other ways to make this team you know better around the core that you have. Uh, but that 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 that's not happening. I can tell you that. I agree. So I have a question for you. So do you feel sure. like? Um, so do you feel like we should, like, let go Mike McCarthy and maybe bring in Dan Quinn or another suggestion, Brian Flores, to try Ooh, to, like, I like you know, Brian push Flores. it up? <laughs> That's why I said at the beginning of the show, Deshaun, if you let go of Mike, like, I'd be cool with it because there there are, I think, quality fish out there Perfect. in the sea, right? There's quality fish out there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Flores being one, maybe you, you can grab one of these young college guys. When I say young, you don't got to be young, but – Proven college guys, uh, maybe one of these offense coordinators, whatever, right? There, there's stuff out there that you can mm-hmm. get to bring in here, but Jerry has a certain kind of coach he wants. Brian Flores just got fired from Miami, not because he wasn't a good coach, because he had relationship issues with the front office. You think Jerry's going to bring him yeah. in? That's true, though. Mm-hmm. But maybe that's what Jerry needs, though, because think about it. When Jimmy was there, they always had arguments or disagreements. But what came out of that? It was wins. It was Ws. It was, people, D- different this time, is not going to happen. Different, so. you know, and, and I hate to cut you off about that, and I understand Cowboys Nation wants to go back to the to, to Jimmy. Totally different mm-hmm. times. Totally different Jerry. Agreed. So I think you're dealing with a different kind of, of Jerry Jones Maybe even uh, maybe kind of a little bit better, Jerry Jones, because he's not as he doesn't have a stranglehold on this team as, as he used to, uh, but he still has a hold on to this team. So you know, I, I get it, Jerry, Jimmy, but brother, that was thirty years ago. Yeah, I agree, and I like I got that, but I seen that look on Jerry's face when he lost. I, that that look with Jerry face is like, I like my time is about to run out. Like, what else can I do? What else can I possibly do? I I built a team that take away that that was number one in takeaways, took the ball away thirty four times, the number one offensive team, and we still can't get the job done. We still is undisciplined and false start. Scott, I counted. All right, do you remember when it was thirty four? And who's and who's back in our uh who's back our uh, line? And I think the whole left side it was Tyron and um yeah Connor uh, Connor uh, Williams full start yeah they got a false start. Yeah, and yep. then it was another false start. I seen a look on that face. He was like, what's going on right now? So we went from a third and four to, to third a third and 14. Stuff like that cannot happen. And and I was telling my cousin, I said, even if we find a way to beat the 49ers, it will be even more difficult to beat a Tom Brady or a Daniel Rodgers yep. who's even that more disciplined than, who, than Jimmy is. Yeah, like, like, like. L- listen, if that's why I wasn't really kind of up at the last possession. I'm like, man, if they find a way to win this game, great. We'll have a great time in this post game. But then I'm like, are they going to be able to go to Tampa and play like this and win? I wouldn't have confidence in that. You know, I, I just wouldn't. But you're absolutely right, man. You you can't have thir- third and four turns into third and nine and third and fourteen incomplete pass, and we're 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 killing everything. Discipline. Th- that's discipline, fam. How do you have two false stars? How do you come out? I think it was what of halftime. I think that was a halftime. Mm-hmm. How do you come out of halftime and that happens? Hmm? Even on yep. the interception, 
uh, I think it was second down or maybe first down, whatever. First down, left tackle gets beat, sack. Second play, it's second yep. and long. You're trying to make a throw. Gets hit, making the throw, interception. Th- this team yep. continues to shoot itself in the foot. Maybe the clip we was talking about, Kellen loading up and shooting at the Niners, he was shooting at himself. I agree. And I feel like, Kellen, you have to have a system. And you talked about this earlier, Scott. You have to have a system against teams. The reason why the 49ers continue to win games, when even when even there was like, what, three and five? They had a system. They the stuck system with what they was do. run heavy, play action, don't let Jimmy like throw the ball too many times, uh, and rely on good defense. You have to have some type of scheme. It's like with the Cowboys, it's like whatever you throw out there, then we'll adjust to what you're doing. And that that won't always work every time if you don't have a scheme. Yeah. And as I said, at the end of the day, I don't know because free agency is gonna be a lot more harder now. You got to sign hopefully Randy Gregory back. There's uh, more free agents that didn't uh, like let go. That you have to come back and pay. You got to worry about Gallup, which I don't know if Gallup might stay or not. And so it's it's a lot. It's a lot. This year was this year hurt more worse than a lot of the other years did. So all good, man. All good, Deshaun. Appreciate the call, brother. All right, thanks, guys. Mm-hmm. We vent? No, we don't. We vent. Um. Adrian, was it Adrian? Relax, bro. Relax. Not a bullcrap take. He says if we had won, we would have talked about this battle-tested win and serve us against Tom Brady, so stop with hypocrisy. Who? How many times have we come on this channel and this show, Adrian, and ridiculed the offense and the team in general, unless the defense was doing good, and wins? And wins when the offense struggled. You... How can any rational fan coming out of that game had Dallas won on a Hail Mary <laughs> say, you know what? Dallas goes out there and gets 14 penalties, five sacks, gets up 169 yards in Tampa. We're battle-tested. We can come back and win that game. Who? Unless you're just one of those fans that, hey, every week, you know, no matter how we play, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? I don't know about y'all. I can't speak for y'all, but for me, had they won that game on a Hail Mary at the end, I'd have been excited in the postgame, all that good stuff. We talk about it. Then once we start talking about this, about the next opponent, I just said, you can't play like that. You cannot play like that. Guess what? There is no next week because they play like that in loss. So relax, bruh. Relax. Everyone would not be saying that because we've literally had shows after the Cowboys have scored 27 points, 21 points, whatever, where we're sitting here saying, what the hell was wrong with this offense? Let me get our guy, Uncle Charles, just story time with Uncle Charles. How you feeling, man? How you feeling? Skywalker, I'm going to say this. You see, uh, you know what going to happen in the next few seconds. See, you know this because you've been—I've been rocking with you too long. You know what's going to happen. So let me give the Cowboy Nation just the medicine they need. See, uh, when you got a cold, this ain't no cold. You take medicine, sickness it right now. Taste good. It don't taste—it don't taste good. But you take it to make you feel better later. I'm going to say this: we was in trouble from the very beginning of the year, and I'm going to tell you why. All right. 
we lost to Tampa Bay, which we played them. We should have won. We lost things on special teams, making missing field goals and stuff like that. We should have won that game. But what we messed up is when they was in the press conference talking like they won. That's number one, off the top. Now, Tyra Smith, everybody told, I got on this channel. I got on your look, your beautiful show, your Hall of Fame show, by the way. Let's oh, just say that. Oh. I got on the show and I talked about Tyler Smith needed to be, he needs to go ahead and get his Hall of Fame papers and he needs to go ahead. But the only thing he don't retain out there on offensive line, my left tackle, is now he don't turn into a WWE wrestler. Let me explain something to you. If you go from not blocking to choking somebody, then your ass need to get a police report filed on you because I sure would have filed a police report on him. That man choked me. There he is right there. Go get it. Mm-hmm. This is what I'm talking about. No discipline. None. You got these two FBI agents, uh, 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 Skywalker, this is a true story, and they were baked, and they did it very well. But you have to know, no matter how good you rob banks, at some point it's going to catch up with you. You cannot win in the playoffs, get offside, illegal procedure, face mask. You mean to tell me that you can't stay on side? That's what you do in practice. You are only a reflection of your coach. That's it. Well, you know, we're going to get money. We won't keep Mike McCarthy. Listen, you do whatever you want, but you'll be right here again next year saying the same thing. Mike McCarthy, the game has passed him by. Once you cannot get those players disciplined, the prisoners will take over. The inmates will take over the prison. It's what it is. I'm looking at what they kept jumping outside, jumping outside, jumping outside. You should have set him down. If yeah. you can't sit outside, Maybe you'll stay on side on the sideline. Randy Gregory. Dak should be all to the table. Dak hasn't played well in seven, eight weeks. And against I good know teams. That. Against good teams, yeah. He just hasn't been playing well. It's what it is. It ain't what it appears to be. They said, well, you know, well, you know, it's the way the scheme is. Okay, we don't scheme you on up out of here. Now we can't get rid of Dak. We are stuck with him. But we can get rid of everybody else. It seemed like oh, everybody on that offensive side got any sense of uh, uh, what's his name uh, uh, what's his name our offensive tackle. He the only one didn't get off all sides of the illegal procedures. This needs to be straightened out. First of all, you need to start with Michael Carter. Go. Kellen Moore, go. Tyler Smith, give him his papers. Thank you very much, but we don't need to no more. And Lyle Collins, well, how are we gonna trust him? He's in a car wreck or he don't eat too much. So we don't need him either. So just get rid of the whole lot, huh? Charles. Just get everybody. Just fire everybody, huh? I'm just tired of it. <laughs> I don't want to my end with it. Yeah. I will support you, Skywalker, as long as you got a show. Uh-huh. In fact, I don't care what genre you in. I'm going to support you. I'm going to put your show out there because your show makes sense. It's one of the best shows in the game right now. I don't told you. There's only one young gunslinger out here, and that's Skywalker Steel. I'm going to say that, and I ain't going to say it no more. This team is undisciplined. The team takes on its coach, uh, our personality. If you are not doing what you're supposed to do as a coach and putting it still in discipline, how far do you think we're going to go, y'all? I'm going to say this in close. How the far do you think we're going to go? Because Brady ain't got nothing on his team, but they're disciplined. They're disciplined. 
and he can win a Super Bowl with less playoffs because he's disciplined. And then everybody talking about that one, two, we had a last second, but listen, it don't make no difference. I don't see people jump out of planes, jump out of planes, and then pull a rope, and they end up dead. So I don't want to hear all that. It's what it is and what it appears to be. See, nobody want to hear that. They crucified me for three days for saying Tyler Smith needs to get his walking paper. Well, guess what? The three days are up. I'm alive, and I'm back. It's what it is. And that's all I got to say. You keep doing what you're doing, Skywalker, because one thing I know about you, you give me hope. You give me hope, and you make me feel a little bit better because I'm angry as hell. I can hear it, I'm bro. angry They got to go. Everybody is not going to be with, a, with that star on the helmet. To have that star on your helmet, you got to earn it. And that's that. And I appreciate you, bro. My man, Uncle Charles, I knew he was going to come with some fire. When he pissed off, he said, fire everybody's ass. Everybody got to go. Dak got to go. Kellen got to go. Zeke got to go. Lyle got to go. Tyron got to go. Huh? Everybody got to get the hell up out of here. I'm tired of it. I, I, I understand. I understand the frustration. I do. And that's why I let you guys vent. It ain't realistic. You can't get rid of everybody. But I get it, you know? I get it. I get it, man. It's frustrating. It's frustrating, you know, when you when you when you you lose this many times in the postseason over the last twenty something years. Dude, that's why I say, hey, yeah, I'm gonna let y'all vent, man. This is this is emotions, emotional. What we call it? Re- overreaction Monday, really ain't even overreaction. Let y'all vent, man. Let y'all do your thing. My pissed off part of it was yesterday. Now I got a, I got a job to do today. I'm still very pissed, but. Um, <laughs> I gotta put on a quality show for y'all, and I can't come on here and just and just snap at everybody, right? So we're gonna try to give y'all. I'm gonna try to give y'all the the most rational take I can give you, without being too homerish, right? Or without being too. Let me get my let me get my cuss meter. Everybody type stuff, right? Because we got all of that in us. Every fan has everybody in them, and. We the best. Every fan got that in them. But I think it takes a really good fan to, to once those emotions are riled up and you get them out, all right, man, let's figure this thing out. And that's what I try to do here. Let's figure this damn thing out. Oh, man, Uncle Charles said, fire everybody. <laughs> you right? I mean, some of the things he was saying, I feel them. Uh, super chat that I did not get to. Because I, you know, again, this is just a show that is just going on here. Let me get to some of these super chats, man. There, there, there are some super chats from a while ago. Super chat. Ah, uh, let's get to. I don't locate. Appreciate y'all today. I didn't even notice there's just many super chats. Uh, Barry Carey says, "Sky, I appreciate Zeke gutting it out, but why would they play him knowing he had a torn PCL?" Barry. We said that on the post-game show. I, it, it truly makes no sense. At the end of the day, that does fall on the coach. And Tony Pollard, your guy, he's healthy. He's been your better running back. Play him. Super chat. Uh, Derek Grimsley. Kellen Moore asked to go. Thank you for the $2 donation. Super chat. Jerry Pena. Thanks for all the hard work you do. Really love your content. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate that. Thank you for the $5 donation. I, I try to work as hard as possible. Uh, Tom Downey Burner account $2 donation. Super chat. Just be ready for Kellen Moore to be head coach. The new Garrett era. 
Tom, don't you wish that evil on me, Ricky Bobby. Don't do that, Tom. Super chat. PJ, $5 donation says, it's time to move on from Kellen Moore, Zeke, LVE, and Williams offensive lineman. By the way, shout out to, to, to LVE. Me and Jesse, we asked for LVE to have a game of his life, and he kind of did that. Like, like LVE maybe had the tackle of his career uh, to give the Dallas Cowboys a chance. Super chat. Uh, another Tom Downey burner account, $5 donation. Appreciate you. He says, Sky, I get what you're saying, but you can't overcome incompetent ownership in any business. Buckle up, Dallas fans. It's going to be a very long drought. It already is a very long drought. Yeah, I mean, but, but that I hear you. I say it with the ownership. I say it with the quarterback. You're right. And even even Bill Belichick said good players can't overcome bad coaching. But it is what it is here in Dallas. I need my coach to overcome the owner, and I need my quarterback to overcome the coach. That ain't fair. Because y'all know me, context matters. And I will always talk about context. There's context to it. I'm more so adhering to that group of people who don't care about that context I need you to, to overcome it. And in a way, you're right. In a way, you're right. But find me a team that's winning Super Bowls in spite of terrible ownership slash coaching. That's really hard to do. Winning championships in spite of terrible ownership. Jerry Jones, maybe I'm going too far calling it terrible, but questionable ownership and terrible coaching. That's hard to do, man. That's really, really hard to do. And I'm talking about not just a, a just a run-of-the-mill, random, sh- shot-in-the-dark, li- bottle of lightning type of Super Bowl. I'm talking about being consistently a championship-caliber team year in, year out. Playoffs, winning playoffs year in, year out with questionable management and bad coaching. That's hard to do. So, you're, I mean, you're right, Tom. It's just that's, what, that's all we got right now. Super chat. Uh, Justin D, $27 donation. Thank you, man. He says, Skywalker speaking facts. This caller speaking facts. If anyone is depressed now, don't look at next season's schedule. It's a killer. So this was earlier in the show. Um, Super chat. Appreciate your blow to heavens for the donation. He says, Moz needs to get on it with the trolls. So I haven't been in the chat too much. Seemed like It seemed like most Niner fans are just being, you know, regular trolly Niner fans. So I, I don't know if... Ooh, what's going on in here? But if there is an issue, Stevie Mac, do what you got to do. And then MD Andrews. Super chat. Appreciate you for the 1999 donation. He says, uh, Will, thank you for elevating my fan experience this year. You made me being a Cowboys fan exhilarating this year. Excited for draft season. I don't call much because I'm scatterbrained on the phone, but keep it up, Dalton. Man, heavy. Uh, thank you, Dalton. Appreciate you and, and, and everyone that tunes into this show every week. Um, with your calls or your or your super chats or your your comments, liking the channel, even if you don't do any of that, you're just watching. I appreciate that. Um, thank you, MD Andrews. Appreciate you a, a ton, man. You, I know you've been supporting this year, so thank you so much. All right, let's get back to the phone lines. I think I had. I was going to get to you. I think you got out of there though, Edwin. Where'd you go, man? All right, I thought I had Edwin in there. Um, let's get the D. Rich from the 678. What's up, D. Rich? Hey, what's going on, bro? How y'all doing, man? Well, I we mean, good, man. We talking. <laughs> yeah, we good as we possibly can be, man. We talking it through this morning. You know, it's Therapy Monday. No doubt. 
This is uh well well firstly thanks to all, as always for taking my call. You know obviously, um you know the repeated or what we've the same old show that we've all grown accustomed to for the last two uh you know uh, decades if you will yeah <laughs> um of just all the talent all of the ability in the world and continuing to self inflict wounds and it just seems like it's the little things we i think we as far as the coaching staff in general getting some of the players that we've gotten in here and coaching them up this year has been a positive the one thing that i will say in my honest and humble opinion is as good as Kellen Moore and the potential that he has, I believe he is the reason, one of the main reasons for our downfall as far as play calling. And, and I, I know when you're an offensive coordinator, you get into a rhythm. But for repeated games to not go to what works and to go away from it, um, if you go back and look at just games against decent teams, I believe that um, Kellen gets into this mode, my brother, that he feels that he, he has to put Dak in the shotgun. He'll either put trips left or he'll do a double wide on both sides. Um, and and it's, it's just amazing that we get these same, what I call, choppy and stick figure calls. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, we and everybody in the whole world can see what type of defense is being ran. And to not have a quick hot route or a quick slant um, coming both ways, especially if you're going to have trips on one side when it's run. But it just seems, I mean, for him not to do the sweep runs with Tony Pollard, the pitch plays with Pollard, just the little option passes, putting Zeke and Pollard in the background to get him in space against teams that are aggressive. And even though you have a a team like the 49ers, they're aggressive in in their pass rush. I didn't see one – I saw maybe one screen attempt, okay? And it's just like we get we, – we, we, we don't do the simple things that make us well. So in my honest opinion, you know, I thought Kellen lost him an opportunity to get a job yesterday ahead coach, and which just sucks because I think we need a new OC, real tough. Um, but his play calling against good teams or even decent defenses, look what we were, two points from Tampa. We lost 30 um, to 15 to them. Um, the Oakland game should have never even been that way. We should have won that game. We wouldn't even been in that position to be um, at the three seed. I mean, there's so many little variables, but intricacies. But man, it, it's and it, I don't know about you. Did you see Odigazua yesterday in the first half? He seemed he was lost out there. He didn't. I mean, we were we weren't slanting to go with the run. We know when. When um, Debo gets that in the shotgun, it's going to be a sweep to the other way. We already know it. And for them to not even I, – I just don't understand. Well, and then the, I give I got to give the Niners credit in, in, that, in, the, in the first 15. I, we said this. I'm not sure if you were here last week, D. Rich, when I was talking about Kyle Shanahan's first 15, mm-hmm. meaning his first 15 plays. I, I think he's among the best I've ever seen. And Andy Reid is the best, in my opinion, but he's right up there with Andy Reid. We said this is going to be a tough offense. If you defer the ball and they come out early and get the rock, you're going to have, you're going to run into plays you haven't seen. So you need to get the rock first and give your defense some juice. <laughs> Instead, it was the exact yeah. opposite. They deferred for whatever the hell reason. And then the reason to defer, right, is to get a two-for-one at the end of the half and, and get the ball back in the beginning of the half and get points. Guess how many points they got at the end of the half and in the beginning of the half? 
zero. Mm, no doubt. But I'm showing I mean, some of these yeah. plays right here that where 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 were these plays? Like where were these plays yeah. you talked about? Where you know where were the the the, the, the tight end pulling back on a wham block, getting our, our, our tackles and our guards pulling outside. Pulling. Um, the 21 exactly. personnel where you got some at-snap motion, Tony Pollard going one way, Zeke the other. You got run-pass options. Where is the stuff to get these the quality linebackers that the, the we talk about this defense? It's a good defense. You can't just, hey, we're going to man up. You ain't got that kind of offense no more, okay? Exactly. You don't have that offense exactly. anymore. So where, where was this? And uh, the fact that Kellen kind of shrunk, and just say, yo, we just going to do what we've been doing the last seven, eight weeks, which is simple. Your first play of the game, like my guy Special K said, hand off up the A-gap out of 12 personnel or whatever it was for negative three yards. That's your first run. Hmm. Yes. I mean, brother, you, you, you're spot on. And um, I, I believe if you look at our drive where we actually scored our first seven points, um, you saw a nice blend and mix of things that we do pretty well. Um, in regards to running the football. Yeah. And then not only did you go down and get that, but even on that third and five or third and six, when he went to the uh, the one-on-one, which was smart, and he went with Amari, because I'm going to pick Amari nine out of ten times to beat whoever's the DB, especially when San Francisco, their, deep, their secondary has been shown to have some weakness. And you finally get your, your offense in a rhythm and you go through that. Your defense – we took Mike Tyson blows from San Francisco from the whole first half, and we only gave up 16 points. We took literally all of their Mike Tyson shots. Second half, we hold them to seven, seven points. Seven points, and that was because of the, the interception. Exactly, okay? And then, and plus, Jimmy G was himself. He overthrew that one pass to, to Ayuk on that one run when uh, my main man, Trayvon, jumped on that dig when he was, thought he was coming yeah. in for that, um, for that post. And he jumped back out, man. I about lost it. I'm so glad he overthrew him. But, but Jimmy gave you opportunities. Took... Oh yeah, he gave oh, us opportunities. Gracious. But you know, we, we we took we we literally took their haymakers, and we only gave up 16 points, man. And and that's what's disappointing the most, is because we did not play our best. We we beat ourselves, and we still almost won the game. I mean, and, and that's the frustrating part about it. And it's it's not like you know, um, you know. Let me wrong. I, I'm proud of the D. I thought, you know, Van Der Esch made a big play on that on that fourth down. You know, I have no idea where or what Randy was thinking when he when he held that ball. But you know what? The funny part I noticed. Let's go back to the Arizona game as far as talking about continuity with the refs and being able to convene with each other and make a play when they know something happened that was wrong. If you go back to the Arizona game when Chase Edmonds fumbled when we could. But because we didn't have our any timeouts left, even though they saw it, the whole big screen, the entire world saw it, they did not say, hey, wait a minute, this man fumbled. But what did they do? Go fast forward to yesterday with Kittle. He catches the ball, or quote-unquote didn't catch it after we saw it, right? Mm-hmm. But he caught the ball, and we had a fumble. Why didn't they? Why did they reconvene in the playoffs but didn't reconvene two weeks prior when we played Arizona? And, and that's that's the part I'm frustrated about because, I, I mean, don't get me wrong. When we when we saw the replay, yeah, Kittle didn't really catch that ball. Yeah, but the fact a huge that they went point. to reconvene, that's the problem I have because they didn't do that same reconvene in Arizona when we played Arizona when it was a fumble. So I, I, I just get frustrated with, with, with 
some of the things that we do. Um, but just so, I mean, I mean, Randy's a, a stud. I ain't gonna, I ain't mad at him. But the three, dude, I, I coach football for um, my son is eleven. He's been playing football since he was eight. Okay, we coach football all the time, and one of the first things we teach is look at the daggone ball. How many drills in preseason and in training do you do where you use that stick? And we got the football on the end of the stick. And we, we're going back and forth and, and blowing the whistle. We move the ball, seeing if they move. How many times did he do that yesterday? How many times? Yeah, and, and this, the thing we talked about with in the post game was that you're not going to get the benefit of the doubt because you're the most penalized team in the league by a wide margin. Um, yes, I think that Trent Williams found a tick that was illegal, but they weren't going to call yeah. it on Trent Williams because he doesn't get called on penalties that much. You know who does get called with offsides? Randy Gregory, <laughs> and that tick worked. It got him the first, almost an omen, D-Rich, almost an omen, the first play of the game. Maybe it should have been a false start, yeah. but they called it a, a, an offside, and the rest of the game you get 14 penalties. Almost an omen. And then kind of, I don't want to say that you know Randy ended the game, but Randy Gregory, first play of the game gets a, a penalty, then Randy Gregory gets a holding on the last possession for the Niners that extends the drive when they could have stopped them on second or third down. So it, it was just exactly. frustrating to see the – the discipline kind of go not by the wayside, but they were just that same old, same undisciplined team, and that falls on your coaching. Mick, can you imagine, my bro, can you imagine this? If Okay, first of all, discipline, right? Don't get me wrong. You know, Pittsburgh got blown out last night. It took a seven uh, – it took that little uh, scoop and score to wake them up. And it normally is what it does when you have Patrick Mahomes and Andy Reid and that type of discipline when it comes to coaching. But at the end of the day, yeah, man, can you imagine? Can you imagine if we had Mike Tomlin as our coach, even going back to four or five years ago when we had Roman? Can you imagine how many titles we'd already won? Can Jerry, you imagine? And, and Jerry would not hire crazy. anybody like it. That's the problem, T. Rich. You know what? I, I you know I used to think that too. But when you rehire, and you don't get me wrong, I, I'm with you. I think our past it does show that it's probably unlikely we would get somebody like that. But at the same time, they bring in McCarthy because he's a, he's won a Super Bowl. He knows what's going on. He's coached one of the best quarterbacks of all time. Yeah, but he's uh, also not Hall a, of Fame. But he's also not a guy that's going to rumble, you know, ruffle the feathers. He's not a guy that's going to challenge the front office. He's not a guy that doesn't. Mike McCarthy really doesn't have his hand in the personnel, right? Like, he, hey, man, who am I coaching? Just get me, get me some guys to coach here, right? Like, he's not a guy that's mm-hmm. going to go at that table and, and push back at Jerry. Tomlin will. Tomlin will call your ass out. But the, the thing in Pittsburgh is they let Tomlin do his thing. Am I saying that, that yeah. that's not happening with Mike? I, I, don't, I don't know, but I think we all know that Jerry, even Stephen Jones said it. Stephen Jones said, we have more, I'll I, I paraphrase, more say, or, or we're, we're involved more than other owners. That's what Stephen Jones said. Out of his mouth, we are involved yeah. more than other owners. I don't know if we're going to get a guy like a Tomlin or a Flores because those guys want to be more involved. And, and you know what? I, I agree with you. I, the reason why I have hope or optimism is because you re-sign Will McClay, right? And Will obviously has an eye on talent. He knows how to um, scout. He's good at what he does. He helps with preparation throughout the week. Um, so I, I do have optimism because you re-sign him, number one. Number two, though, you know what? Jerry said it even him like he's extraordinarily disappointed. And, and this guy has done everything that – 
an owner of a company can do to put your employees in the best position possible to not only have a wonderful career in life and work-life balance, he gives you the state-of-the-art equipment and, and facilities at Frisco. He gives you everything you possibly need. Mm. And you still have these issues. I, I just I just don't understand. And I think Jerry's at a stage. He's telling us, look, I'm not, I'm not getting any younger. And I think him transitioning to his son, to Will McClay, and some of the other people, I think they might be loosening some of those. Um, you know, Stephen's still, I mean, Jerry's still going to be the voice and he's still going to be the face because that's don't, who he is and he makes money. But don't get me wrong. He might be at that stage. Jerry Jones has definitely loosened a little bit. I, I always, I've been saying it for the last few years. He's more of a mouthpiece, but he still has some yep. in his hands wrapped around it, but it's mostly Stephen too. Uh, but that doesn't mean Stephen is, is perfect. <laughs> Stephen does a great job with the oh, cap. Yeah, no doubt. You know, we, we know that he does a great job with the cap, but um, it's not always the cat moves. It's not all. It's some of the little things with the front office that make this a different team to coach, a different organization to coach. And until that's not the case, unfortunately, your coach is going to have to overcome that, man. Appreciate you, though, D. Rich. Let me get to some more callers up in here, brother. No doubt, my brother. Listen, keep doing what you do, my man. Love Thank it. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Yeah. I think so far so good with the calls. Uh, you know, everybody, I mean, it's a, I'm not going to be able to get to everybody today. I'm seeing all these callers here. We'll get to a few more, though. Um, chat seems to be good, you know. Everything seems to be good today. I thought today might be crazy. It might be some fire up in there. When I say fire, I mean you should have seen some things I saw at Texas Live yesterday. I thought there was going to be some fights, but eh, things settled down a little bit. So, good. Good. Um, yeah, man, Aisha says this team is just undisciplined and Kellen has to go. The, here's, here's another question I wanted to pose to you guys now that we got a bunch of folks in here. What's the one word to, to use? What's the one word that describes your feeling after yesterday's loss or for the season in general? Mine was disappointed. Disappointed because you had, you had the talent. Right, you had the defense that I think would have gave you a shot, and we talked about that in the playoffs. I even kind of flipped it on the pregame show. I said, ah, maybe I got more confidence in the offense in this matchup. Well, it was the defense that gave you the be- your best chance. Um, you had it all there in front of you, and to not come out of the first round, very disappointing, man. Very, very, very disappointing. Uh, pain, disappointed, sigh, frustration, bewildered. Yeah, we were hoodwinked, bamboozled, run astray. Special case is hyped. That is a street. I don't know who Streeter is. I don't imagine you're a Niner fan. Why hyped, Special K? Disgusted to go one, Travis. Yeah. It's a good one. Angry, gutted. Yeah, I, I, uh, gutted's a good one. Um, dejected right after it happened. Pretty dejected. Frustrated, nauseated. That's a good one, Peter. Don't be depressed, man. Don't see. I used to. I used to to live and die through these wins and losses too. I, I, just because I'm on here every day, don't mean I'm living and dying with it. I, fi- I got. You got to find a way, man, to just kind of move forward best you can. I know it's tough, but don't don't let it depress you, brother Peter. Don't let it depress you. Disappointing. <laughs> Jose said penalties. <laughs> he said, "Forget the feeling. I came out of this with penalties." 
unprepared. Yeah. Y'all y'all using things that are not one word. Uh, Marcus says, meh. Bewildered. Pissed. Yeah. Deja vu. Yeah, Vach, we still live, Vach. We still live, Vach. Shout out to Vach Lombardi in the building. Let me, hey Vach, are you are you going live today? Cause now, cause if so, we gonna pass this thing off to you. I wasn't sure if you was gonna come on today or not, uh, but let me know if I can catch your dang on comment in here. These comments are flying down here, but yeah, usually on on, on game Mondays after the show, Vach, it, it, they go long. I knew today was gonna be long because a lot of people got stuff on their mind. Maybe we'll extend this this therapy session to tomorrow as well before we start kind of breaking down this season. I, I think next week we'll start the the actual schedule of the content. This week we'll kind of just continue to go over today or yesterday's game and we'll look we'll look at tape. I know the tape don't matter for the next game, but we'll look at some tape after further review type stuff. Um we'll, we'll get maybe we'll get a Koye on here. I'm not sure if he wants to, <laughs> to do anything now. We don't have anything to look forward to, but get a Koye back on here. Um, and things like that. Okay, Vosh. All right, cool. So we are going to transfer that thing over. Got you. All right, we'll get one more call in here, and we will head out, guys. We will head out. Uh, 206, what it is, what it do? What up, fam? It's your boy, MJ from L.A. How you been doing? I've been good, MJ from L.A., for the most part. Yesterday was kind of sour, though, but what's up, man? Man, that game was so bad. I was looking, talking to my friend. I was like, man. Here we go again, starting off the game. Penalties, can't drive down the field. Uh, they won't start 24. Unbelievable. This favoritism got to go with this Cowboy team, man. If we keep favoritism, we ain't going nowhere, bro. Because uh, uh, 24, he would have played really good. His covering skills, he's fast. And then I told y'all, I told my friends, I said, wait till we get in the playoffs. 52, going to get two holding penalties. Got bull rush. Got thrown mm-hmm. out. They say, wow. They call me. They say, man, he was right. I say, yeah, he's a bum, man. Yeah, and yeah They were trying to take up a – I listened to the show on the Cowboy show. And uh, uh, one of the Mickey, uh, Mickey shots, I always listen to the show. Oh, man, we got to get him back. I say, man, that dude's a bum. They try to blame McGovern for the running play. Nah, they run the same stupid running plays up the middle. And they never run sweeps. You see how San Francisco did? That's how Dallas is supposed to be doing with they run sweep right, power left, sweep right, and then run the counter. You, you got to keep these guys. They know what we're going to run. We run the same dumb plays. Keller Moore is horrible. I told my friends, say, man, this guy's a bum. And uh, they did it again. They ran up the middle on him. Hey, we got to, boy, I hope that Georgia defensive lineman because <laughs> we need a big, a, we need a big bodyguard like him Jordan Davis. In that middle. Yeah, we need a big man just like him. And if uh, your boy Lee, I'm hired. If he don't get the next job, because he might get hired still, the Minnesota coach for defense. If he leaves, uh, Zimmer. What's the Minnesota? What's the Minnesota coach that has got to let go? Mike Zimmer. Yeah. If I don't Mike know, Zimmer, man. Don't I've, been, I've been hearing some bad things about Zimmer from the, from former from players, not even former from players. So that'd be a tough one. We said, he, all right, well, we well we got to keep because uh, I think your boy going to Denver, uh, our coach, and hopefully he leave his assistant 
You have to follow his game plan. So he just hired them. You got to hire them. But you can't come back with this favoritism, man. No. If they come back and stop starting these people that's, that's soft, I'm sorry, even – you know, Lewis is okay. I was just yeah. about to get into that after the call. I, I'm I'm surprised Lewis actually started. Essentially, I, I was led to believe that uh, Boss Man would be on the outside, and then they'd put uh, Anthony Brown on the on the on the inside. But it didn't seem like that happened. Yeah, that's what I thought they was gonna do. They should have did that. They'd have put that Boss Man on the outside with that speed, man. The guy's fast, and he's bigger and stronger, and they didn't even do it. They came back, and that's, I don't know, Dan Quinn panic or something. Man, come on, man. Y'all can't be scared of play. Them guys say, forget this. They put Norman ass on the sideline and started two rookies at corner for San Francisco. They said, we going Yeah, I, like I was shocked about that one, man. I really was, bro. Ain't, really that, was. ain't that crazy? Well, we over here scared, and that's why the Cowboys lose because these favoritism too much, man. This favoritism stuff is killing this team. And the coaches got to make a decision. Oh, I'll be the coach. Okay, boss man, you playing outside, or what you call, you playing inside, and sometimes Lewis, I'll bring you in as Indeed. a safety. Indeed. I, let, me, let me touch on that, man. But pr- appreciate the call. I really do, man. Um, and I'm going to go ahead and get to, to the rest of the chat here, brother. All right, family. All right, man. Ciao. Enjoy the rest of your Monday. Bye bye. You know, the, the favoritism thing. So weird because it felt like they were moving away from that, and and I still do think they were. I still do think they are. Uh, we saw J. Lou get benched. We saw Ty, uh, not Tyron Lyell get benched. We saw Connor Williams get benched. We saw last year it took a while, but Darian Thomas get benched. Like we saw them make these moves, but then once when you think they found something, maybe they went back. I, it's hard for me to get on Dan Quinn from yesterday. It really, really is hard for me to get on Dan Quinn. I am a little shocked that Bossman Fat didn't get the nod. I'm not going to lie about that. I'm a, I'm a little shocked that he didn't get the nod because I think we were led to believe that that would happen. Um, so it's really hard for me to say there is a bunch of favoritism, but it was a lot of it previous years. But it's hard for me to say there's a bunch of favoritism when I've seen them bench players, right? I've seen it happen. I, but I'm shocked that Bossman wasn't in there. Listen. I'm a one-man show. I'm a I'm a one I'm a one-man producer, one-man host. I I can't. There's so many calls. If y'all can see the damn call log, if I got to every single last one of these calls, we'd be here till twelve o'clock. My apologies if you've been on hold for a long time. I'm sorry, but I'm I'm only me. It's only me here. I don't got a guy screening the calls and things like that. My show is a little different. I don't. You don't call in for thirty seconds, twenty seconds, ten seconds. I let you go. You know, so my apologies. Um, If I couldn't get to you today, call in tomorrow. I try to get to you tomorrow, man. That's just is what it is when you're dealing with a one-man band, per se. Shout out to 3MB, three-man band, WB. So um, make sure y'all now transition to my guy, Vach. I believe he's going to be on. So if you couldn't get in here, get in on his channel. With that said, man, I will be back tomorrow. In fact, later tonight, um, Mauricio Rodriguez will be on primetime and I'll be on his channel, not tonight, but at some point this week, um, to, to, to go over this and how we move forward. And I'll be the guest on his show. He was a guest on mine last week. I'll be a guest on his. So I appreciate you guys for, for calling in all the donations. Um, everybody that's like comment and subscribe. 
my apologies if I couldn't get to you um, on the calls. Call in tomorrow. I'll try to get to you. I feel like we're going to need two two days to kind of get through this, man. Two days to vent. Two days to get through the therapy of this loss. But it is the end of the Cowboys' regular season. It is the end. It doesn't mean it's the end of Cowboys content here on A to Z Sports Dallas. Someone asked in the chat, will I be every day in the offseason? Until told otherwise, Skywalker still will be here Monday through Friday, 8.15-ish, breaking down everything Cowboys. And we're going to do some tweaks to the channel in the offseason, maybe a different look. We'll have, Like I said, we'll have segments, we'll have um, series and things like that. We'll try to get the guests. Guests are a little bit easier to come on after the season. So we'll we'll bring all that to light and we'll try to make this thing. I know it's been it's a tough ending, but we'll try to make this thing a a uh, fun, entertaining, knowledgeable uh channel moving forward. So shout out to you guys. And once again, shout out to the 49ers for t- getting the dub. They deserve it. They won. 49er fans, salute to y'all this week. Y'all, y'all have been Y'all been cool with me. I haven't seen everything in the chat, but y'all, y'all been pretty cool. Met a lot of y'all at, at the live yesterday. Y'all are cool. I ain't even mad at you. You know, y'all got the dub. So I got to eat that crow. You know what I'm saying? I got to eat that crow. Appreciate you guys. Uh, continue to keep supporting. I will see y'all once I press this button. Tomorrow morning, 8.15-ish, we'll continue the therapy session. We'll continue the therapy session, and we'll review some of the news and notes around the Dallas Cowboys. Thank you, Cowboys Nation. Didn't win the war. It's okay. A to Z Sports Dallas will be here, though, every single day, giving you Cowboys content. Let's do it. Appreciate you. Peace. I want me some glory hope.